Hi friends, this is Megan, and you're listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast, where we encourage women to love Jesus and live purposely in every area of life. Hello, friend, and welcome back to the She Lives Purposefully podcast. My name is Megan, and I am the host of this podcast and the founder of She Lives Purposefully, and I am so glad that you are here. I hope and pray that you are encouraged and equipped by this incredible episode. My heart is for you, for you to walk with Jesus well, for you to live purposefully. I want to encourage you, before we start this episode, to encourage just one friend today by sharing this episode with them, just one person. Build them up today in their walk with Christ. I know I cannot wait to share it with you, my friends, so I hope that you are just as excited to share it with somebody else. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the She Lives Purposely podcast so you so that you don't miss a single encouraging episode and leave a review so that others stumbling on here will know whether or not they should check it out. Okay, so now whether you're sitting ready to take notes, cleaning your house, cooking, driving, home from work, maybe you're at work, get ready to be encouraged and equipped. I am so excited about today's episode. Today's episode is a different type of podcast than we normally do. Um, Instead of going topical into different things, we're actually going to dive into Hebrews 3, which I'm really excited for. Um, And we're going to hit some topics in there, of course. So we're really going to be talking about purpose and faithfulness in Hebrews 3. But we're just going to kind of go through this chapter of Hebrews. And it's one that in my own devotional time, um, I really, the Lord just really spoke to me through it. So I wanted to share it with you. And I'm not at all claiming to be an incredible teacher or anything like that. Um, But I just found this chapter so powerful and thought it would be so much fun if we could dive into it together. And um, this too just aligns so much with such a core part of Sheila's Purposefully, which is pursuing Jesus and reading your Bible. Reading the Bible is so important. It is literally God's word to you. He wrote things for you to read. He is in it. It is alive. It is active. It is moving. And and so it's so important to dive into that um, as a way to get to know the Lord and grow in our relationship with him. Um, And understanding it too is so vital as well. And then also encouraging each other with it is crucial. I actually had one of my good friends, Corinne, um, send me a million voice memos this morning, and it was the most encouraging thing. She was on a retreat and just was um, encouraging me with everything that she was learning, and it was so encouraging and beneficial to me. Um, so it's so encur- it's so important to encourage each other with the things that the Lord speaks to us about, you know, the things that we read in scripture to then share that with other people. So (laughs) I want to do that with you today. I hope that you're doing that with your friends as well. Okay, so let's dive in to Hebrews (laughs) 3. Sorry for that cough there. Um, We're going to dive into Hebrews 3 and I'm actually just going to read it um, from the English Standard Version, the ESV version. That's like my favorite version. I have been reading that one since probably junior high, which is like over a decade now. Um, I love this version, so I'm just going to read through it. It is 19 verses, so just sit back, listen to it. Um, Yeah, just listen to the Word of God and, and let's just benefit this from from this together. So it goes like this. Therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling, consider Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession, who was faithful to him who appointed him, just as Moses also was faithful in all God's house. For Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, as much more glory as the builder of a house has more honor than the house itself. 
For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. Now Moses was faithful in all God's house as a servant to testify to the things that were to be spoken later. But Christ is faithful over God's house as a son, and we are his house, if indeed we hold fast our confidence and our boasting in our hope. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers put me to the test and saw my works for forty years. Therefore, I was provoked with that generation and said, They always go astray in their heart, and they have not known my ways. As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Take care, brothers, lest there be any lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold to our original confidence firm to the end. As it is said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who were those who heard and yet rebelled? Was it not all those who left Egypt led by Moses? And with whom was he provoked for forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient? So we see that they were unable to enter because of their unbelief. So when I was just reading this, there were like a million things that stuck out to me, and I want to go through some of them with you, um, just kind of going verse by verse and hitting different topics there, um, and not necessarily verse by verse, we're going to skip different parts and all of that, but going from, from the beginning to the end of the chapter. So in verse 1, it says this, let's go back up to verse 1, therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling, consider Jesus the apostle and high priest of our confession. I love that word, you who share in a heavenly calling. And this is what I take from that. My calling is not self-made. It is not others made. It is not earthly determined. It is not non-existent. It's not irrelevant and it's not casual. What I am called to in my life, my God-given purpose, the reason that I'm here is heavenly and it's from a realm that is not of here. It's far above the tangible and it has such a greater perspective than what is here on the horizontal. Most importantly, I have a heavenly calling given to me by God. It's not something that I called myself to, none of that. It is by by God. This calling is greater than myself. It's greater than my dreams. It's greater than my wants. I share it with others who are also called by God and are also part of his plan, just like I am. So again, it's not my own plan, not my own calling, not my own thing. It's part of what he has. And I'm just a part of it, just like you are, just like, you know, your friend is. We're all parts of this incredible heavenly calling, this calling that is far above this earth. Um, And then it just continues um, to talk about to talk about how Jesus was faithful and Moses was faithful. And it just really hits too how we are called to be faithful to the Lord. I think sometimes in our um, just Christian society, oftentimes, not always, of course, there are great solid churches out there. But I think a lot of times we can kind of claim like, Jesus is so good and he's going to do this all this in my life and I can do whatever I want and there's so much grace and all of that. And there is so much grace and the Lord is so amazing and so gracious and he redeems and he restores and he's incredible. But I am called to be faithful to him. However, I know 
if you know if you've lived more than like a second on this earth you know that you are going to fail to do that i'm going to be fail to fail to be faithful um to him um to the one who actually calls me but i am called to be faithful I'm not only called to be faithful to what he's called me to do, but I am called to be faithful to the one who calls me. And that's something that we can only do by the strength of the Lord, you know, by seeking him daily, by going to him and by his strength and his power. Um, but it is something that we are that we are called to. Um, now in verses 3 through 4, it says this, For Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, as much more glory as the builder of a house has more honor than the house itself for every house is built by someone but the builder of all things is God and I think in this we also learn um this about our lives about our purpose that God is the builder of the house I am not he is the builder and because of this because Jesus because God is the builder the one who builds and sustains my life Jesus is beyond more worthy than I am. He's beyond more worthy than us. So to him do I owe my life. And I think this circles back to this concept of purpose over and over again of like, you know, I think that God has given me whatever I want and my own desires and my own wants and my own dreams and all of those things, but I actually owe my life to him. He is worthy, not me, you know? Um, So he is way beyond more worthy than I am. And I think sometimes we call ourselves, you know, worthy totally disregarding that we are only anything if he makes us that you know we're only children of God because he has made us children of God all of that um so to him because he is the one who builds my house he builds my life he sustains me to him do I owe everything and then we go into verse 5 too which says now Moses was faithful in all God's house as a servant to testify to the things that were to be spoken of labor of later we learn that we are responsible like we've talked about for being faithful um, but as a servant to God if I get to have God build my house which is already incredible then I also get to be faithful to him I am actually called to be faithful to him and I'm not called to be faithful as some celebrity as someone who's going to be really famous as someone he's just going to lift up I'm called to be faithful as a servant who testifies of what of him, of the one who calls me, of the one who builds my house. And then we see in verses 7 through 19, um, which we which we went over, um, and it really just talks about um, kind of taking heed and taking care to see if there's any evil among us, any unbelieving hearts among us, all of that. Um, and it calls us to hold fast. So how can we do that? Why are we supposed to do that? Um, We can hold fast by heeding his voice, by being careful of sin and of complacency, by taking care to not be led by unbelief, by taking care to even note any unbelief. Um, That's even a step further than, um, you know, letting it sit there but not being led by it. But we're taking note of any unbelief that we have in us. And on top of that, we are called to exhort each other every single day, daily, helping each other to keep away from sin. We are not called to do this Christian life alone because we are just not able to do that. That's like so incredibly hard. And that's why we have the body of Christ to build each other up 
and to confess our sins to each other so that we can be held accountable, encouraged. So we are called to exhort one another daily and to help keep each other from sin. Because friends, you and me and your best friend and your pastor and whoever, we are not above failing. The Israelites, who God did miracles with and freed and rescued, they sinned and they had disbelief. He did like, you know, these stories that we still talk about today. He did wonders amongst them and saved them from so much. And still these people had sin and disbelief. We will too. We are not above failing. And so we have to be, we have to be on guard. But why, you know, is it even important not to sin and to hold fast at all. You know, we're, we're, called, we're told that we might sin, that we have to hold fast. Why is that important in and of itself? Why should we not even be sinning? And the answer is, is because I am no longer my own at all. If I have asked the Lord, you know, to be my savior and my king and my Lord, and now he is the builder of my house, I am no longer my own. I share in Christ and I am Christ. So it's just kind of this really heavy warning, which I really appreciated because I think sometimes we can blow past it, but to really hold fast and to be on guard, to not fall into sin and to not fall into disbelief. But if you are anything like me, your next thought is like, well, I know I'm going to, I already have a hundred million times. Um, and I'm sure that it's going to come again. That sure it's going to happen and that sin's going to happen or disbelief. Um, and the reality is that because we are on this planet because we are human that that is going to happen and praise the lord in verse six it says this but christ is faithful over god's house as a son and we are his house if indeed we hold fast our confidence and our boasting in our hope um so i just love that so much because we know that we won't be perfectly faithful but God, but Christ, the builder of my house, my builder is faithful over me and his church. Why is he faithful? Because we are his house. Okay, before I continue, I have to note that stewardship is very important in all areas of our lives, but especially when it comes to money. Giving that part of our lives to Jesus and then working along a professional to plan for life is pretty much my friend Jewel's goal in teaching people about their money. Jewel, who's actually my financial representative and has been helping me with my finances with She Lives Purposely, my other side businesses, and just planning mine and Donnie's future in general, offers flexible meeting times, no charge for meetings, and a full financial overview. So if you want to check her out or you're looking for somebody to help you plan with your money and all of the those things, you can check out Jewel Rollins at Primerica Financial Services. That's Jewel Rollins at Primerica Financial Services for all of your financial needs. She's also somebody that loves the Lord and not only wants you to succeed with your money, but to do it well in a way that is glorifying to him. So be sure to check out Jewel at Primerica Financial Services. So overall, I just thought that this chapter was just such an incredible encouragement, um, talking about purpose and being faithful, but also encouraging us. The Lord is faithful to us. Um, but again, really just, really just leaning in on how we need to be on guard and we need to be faithful, um, and that we are called to a heavenly calling. Um, so here are five things that I want you to take away from this passage, from this podcast episode. Um, okay, so here we go. Here's five. Number one is you have a heavenly calling. Actually, I would love if you would just say that to yourself right now, and I'll do it with you. I, Megan, have a heavenly calling. Okay, your turn.
My mom actually used to speak something similar over me. She would say, you, Megan Holmes, are a light in this world. And she would say it every single night before I would go to bed. And it's something that stuck with me. And it is powerful because it is true, you know. The things that the Lord calls us to and what he makes us to be, those things are true in our lives. So I'm a light in this world and I have a heavenly calling. And I think reminding ourselves of that is so powerful. Um, so again, let's just do it one more time. I, Megan, have a heavenly calling. And now do that same thing with your name. Okay, and then number two is just short and sweet. Such an encouragement for everyone who knows that they are going to probably fail even if they don't want to. It just is, you know, we're in this world and it's sin. Number two is God will be faithful. He is faithful to take care of his house. Number three on the total flip is be faithful to God. Even though we know that temptations are going to come and we are likely, sadly, probably going to sin um, or definitely going to be in sin in some way, we are actually called to be faithful to God. So when you do sin, repent of it. Turn away from it. If you are in sin right now, repent of it. Turn away from it. Be faithful to God. Number four, I am not the builder of my house. He is the builder of my house, of my life. But number five, but I am responsible to follow the shepherd, to be active in allowing the shepherd to build my house, to be on guard, to heed his voice, and to exhort one another daily. So I hope that this passage and this podcast was an encouragement to you. Um, I would go just encourage you to later today, whenever you're reading this or tomorrow or whatever it is, to go check out um, this passage. And just a reminder, this is Hebrews 3. We went through the whole, um, we read through the whole chapter. We didn't kind of dive into every verse, but it's Hebrews 3. So go check it out on your own time. See what the Lord is speaking to you. Highlight every single verse in there. It's so good. Um, but yeah, I hope this was an encouragement to you and that you feel so just exhausted sorted um, by today's episode. Okay, friend, um, if you were too encouraged, I want to encourage you to do just what we were talking about, to build up one friend today by sharing this episode with them. And if you haven't yet, subscribe to the She Lives Purposefully podcast so that you don't miss a single encouraging episode and leave a review so that others stumbling on here will know whether or not they should check it out. Friend, live for Jesus well, live purposefully, have a fantastic rest of your day. I love you, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's conversation. I would love to hear what you thought about the podcast on Instagram at She Lives Purposefully and to rate and review us wherever you're listening from. It really helps us to serve you guys better and just lets us know what you're thinking and feeling and what you're looking for even. Um, so feel free to do that. And also tell your friends about the podcast. Let them know if it's been an encouragement to you, go and encourage them with it. Thank you so much again for listening. I love you, friends.